0: Hello and welcome to Holistic
1: Sex Ed Radio. I'm your host, Robin LaCrosse, and today I have Wendy Pettis, who is a life acceleration coach, which is no ordinary life coach. She helps women fall in love with their life again, starting right now. Wendy's clients have spent their entire lives doing what is expected of them and playing it safe, and now find themselves wondering, is this my life? Is this all there is? Her work over the last 15 years centers on the belief that women need to question everything we were taught, learn the things we didn't learn, and unlearn the crap that we did learn in order to have the life that they desire. Her MBA-led business mind psychology degree, and human sexuality training, along with her super special human lie-detecting skills, give Wendy the unique perspective necessary to get women in action to supercharge their lives on their terms. Wendy has been quoted in Essence Magazine and most recently in The Fast Company Magazine. And Wendy, I'm so glad that you're here with us today, because we are going to be talking about condoms, and I'm so excited. So thanks, Wendy. Thanks you so much for being here with us today.
2: Oh, you are so, When I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited.
1: Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. So when I first met you, the very first time I met you, we were chatting about, you know, some of the things that you were involved in, and one of the things that really just got my attention is that you said that one of the things you did was help women get their partners to use condoms and so I definitely want to talk about that today because I think this is super important and maybe is more challenging than people consciously realize so can you tell us a little bit about how you first got uh, started in talking about sex and condom use
2: Absolutely. Uh, Well, I was working for a national nonprofit, and they were a little conservative, um, but I was doing program work, and I was actually, you know, doing governmental work, and they got a grant for a health project uh, that they didn't really know was code word for sex um, and talking about sex. And so when it came through, they were horrified. And I was in my twenties and thought I could do anything. I hadn't been, you know, as women sometimes are, you know, beaten down or told we can't do something. So I burst in there and I said, I'll do it. And it turned out to be a grant from the Red Cross. Mm -hmm. And at the time, HIV and AIDS was, um, Was just getting started, and we thought it was a gay male disease. But the Red Cross and the CDC had started picking up on that women of color, in particular, were having alarming rates of HIV and AIDS. And so um, this contract with the with it was a governmental contract paired with the Red Cross um, to go out and what I called be a condom negotiator. <laughs> so that was my title, um, self, self-described condom negotiator. But I was supposed to go out to communities of color, talk to women about um, condom usage and teach them how to negotiate with their partners, their male partners, who may or may have been having sex with men, um, but have them, learn how to have these conversations. Mm -hmm. And um, long story short, I was um, in my stupid 20s, again, thought I knew everything. These were older women. And they promptly told me that they were not having sex for pleasure, that it was more transactional. And that's kind of started me on this journey of thinking like, oh, my God, why would someone have sex and not have pleasure? But it was my naive mind thinking that people were having sex for pleasure all the time. And so I began this journey. Um, I got a psychology degree. I tried to fit in a human sexuality certificate to try and figure out how I could partner with women and teach them that a sex was about pleasure and that you should be protected. You should take it on and be protected. So that's kind of how it started. Um, And since then I've been, Telling people what to do in and out of the bed ever since.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> you know. People like me might be like, "Oh, tell me what to do in and out of bed." Well, I was like, "Well, you know, that's true, but we actually haven't had much coaching at all about what to do in you bed, don't. and and yep. porn is a horrible example. So, <laughs> so, and you know, you you talked about sex being a transactional thing. And I think a lot of times, um, especially with teenage girls, they kind of fall into that realm of, you know, trading sex, Um, maybe it's blowjobs or something like that, just to kind of like get out of having sex or like there's there's a reason why they're engaging in these sexual behaviors aside for, you know, or, or maybe not even related to pleasure or, you know, doing it for themselves.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely would agree with you. I don't think it's just teenagers, but I think we do have a big problem with teenage girls mm-hmm. um, in particular. I think it's self-esteem. I think like you said, we're not taught. We are, there are things that we're taught about sex that we need to unlearn there's things that we're never taught about sex <laughs> that we need to learn. And then there's that we pick up along the way, just kind of by osmosis, that we need to kind of figure out for ourselves. And as a child, as a teenager, as an adolescent, because you know in younger and younger and younger, that children are exploring and experimenting with sex and doing transactional sex I mean there's there's been studies about 11 and 12 year olds 10 11 and 12 year olds who are who are practicing anal sex and um, oral sex and blow because um, they want to fit in you know it's Mm -hmm. like a contest it's like a you know like a badge you earn you know Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll I know we'll get into talk about like what boys are doing and their thought process but it's just you know I am concerned about young girls not being able to make these decisions and the consequences that will happen. You know, like, yes, if they're having oral sex or anal sex, they can't get pregnant. However, they can catch uh, sexually transmitted infections and diseases. Yes. And then if they are having sex in a transactional transactional way, vaginal sex, then that just adds to, you know, the possibility of pregnancy. And so, you know, condoms can help with all of this, um, mm-hmm. but we got we to gotta talk to our girls. We got to talk yes. to our girls.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing about condoms too, which, you know, I often say to parents is that getting condoms is actually difficult, especially if you're like a teenager, like it's very daunting to have to walk into the grocery store ask the clerk to unlock the case to have them, you know, select your item and then go to the checkout and like walk through that second, you know, pair of eyes, you know, staring at you, making judgments, you know, and then that's, of course, assuming that you have transportation to the store and also money to purchase condoms. And so there's definitely some significant barriers for young people to get birth control. And so I I really feel that it's important for parents to make condoms available to their teenagers, you know, even if they're not sexually active, you know, have a, have a stockpile in the bathroom that's just available. And it's like, you know, hopefully you will, you know, supply the whole neighborhood with condoms, (laughs) you know, like that's the goal, you know, it's like, let's protect these kids. You know, it's like if your kid is giving out condoms to the neighborhood, great. Go buy more.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I also think I think that is great. Like I just was imagining like a, a, it's so funny, because right behind me, you can't see it right now. But I have a whole jar of, um, of condoms. Um, and so, you know, so cats out the bag, she and I are looking at each other while we're talking on this radio, <laughs> radio show. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I, I literally have condoms um, all over my house, you know, like people know me, and they know, at first, they're shocked, you know, that my little, um what do you call it, um, my little TV table, that there's like a bowl, like there's a bowl of M and M's and a bowl of condoms. You know what oh. I mean? And oh, so- yeah, I love it. A candy dish <laughs> full of condoms. <laughs> full of condoms. And you know, and 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 I swap them out, you know, because we don't want them to be expired we don't want them to be um when by heat or cold we don't want them to be old you know what i mean so i swap them out every once in a while i look and see the the expiration dates but yeah you can get condoms at my house and i don't have children um but you can always get condoms at my house and i'm very comfortable with asking people they're like oh my god i'm going on a date and i'm like you need condoms and i have them in my hand handing them out like you know do you have change for the bus you know right yeah exactly (laughs) Uh i love it And, and we need to get more comfortable having these conversations and making it easier. I, mm. I so agree with you that there are barriers. Um, there are barriers to all kinds of things sex related in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, lube is another thing that, you know, is behind locked cases, you know. Um, right. And the reason, like, I understand from a sales perspective mm-hmm. that Know, but it's catch 22 you lock them up because people steal them but they steal them because you know they're it's so difficult and there's so much shame around right them, you they're know embarrassed. I mean? so yep. they're embarrassed and so so yeah I mean that's that's another movement we can take on is kind of like you know <laughs> condoms and candy you know like at the counter you know you always grab that last thing of M&Ms or you know whatever you know what right. I mean there should be like oh yeah I need condoms like let you know throw them in the thing like gum you know right yeah um,
1: a little five pack of one. condoms you know at the t- exactly. at the cash register you know yeah it <laughs> would get them for you know? a buck or something yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> two bucks I yeah. don't know whatever yeah it's exactly.
2: totally
1: condoms yeah. are really they're super important and you know there's a lot of misinformation about them out there like I know some of the the uh school sex education programs will knock the or downplay the um the effectiveness of condoms and so they can really it can be sometimes uphill battle to get people to use them so we're going to take a quick yeah. commercial break and we come back and we are going to talk about how to get your partner to use a condom so stay tuned and we'll awesome. be right back
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Tune in to Lead Up For Women. As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care
2: and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amen and Rubina Chaudry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America
0: Empowerment. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse. So we're back. So
1: Wendy, let's talk about a little bit about how to get people to use condoms. Like,
2: where would you start? Ah, great question. Great question. Um, I would start you know, my work most of the time is with women. So that's really my lens. So mm-hmm. for now, we'll talk about women. Mm-hmm. Um, I would start with women kind of growing their selfish armor. You mm-hmm. know, now selfish comes across as a negative word, but I think selfish is about self care and taking care of yourself. And so that's the first thing you have to know You, woman, you need to know that you are worth it and that you deserve to be protected. Yes. You deserve pleasure and you deserve to be protected. So that's the first thing. It's checking in with yourself and getting that armor, you know. Um, Second thing is once you know, then the conversation can be as matter of fact as this is what I do. You know, I have sex with condoms all the time. Yep, and pausing. I call it the power of the shut up. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so you say it and then you pause, as though you would say, um, "I like beach vacations. I won't go to a snow vacation." You know, determine for yourself what your boundaries are and what right. what what your 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 rules are, if you will. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a no-brainer and it's a an, it's a uh, it's and without it it's a deal breaker. So right. again, going into yourself and figuring out and knowing, knowing with your whole body and your whole being that you deserve to have pleasure and you deserve to be protected. Once you know that to be so, know that and grow in yourself, then having the conversation is matter of fact. And you can practice you can practice with your friends, you can practice with your sister, you could practice in the mirror, but it has to be you standing for your boundaries, and you standing for what you want. Now, that's not all easy, so Mm -hmm. let's break it down. Yeah. Well, go ahead, you first. Oh, I was just
1: gonna say, I really love how you just kind of like laid it out really simply, like, oh, this is what I do, and I actually, I've had one partner in my life, you know, I've been dating off and on for many years, and I've had one partner in my life who is diligent about using condoms, and for him, like you said, it was a decision that he made, and he does not have sex without a condom, and, you know, being that he's a man who made that decision, you know, he takes responsibility for his condoms, he puts it on himself, you know, all these different things, and, you know, so he knows that he's protected, and he, he did it, I think, originally for job reasons, and plus he likes to travel and, you know, worried about being exposed to viruses and stuff in different countries, and so I think it's really, I just love how you laid it out, like, oh, I like beach vacations. I don't want to go to, you know, the frigid north to have a vacation, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, I kind of like that too. It's like, I'm a fair weather girl. I go home to Vermont and see my family in the summer and the fair weather and I don't go to Vermont in the winter unless there's a dire emergency. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's very clear, you know, it's like, sorry. I won't see you for Christmas. I will call. However, I'll see you in the summer. (laughs) And
2: you know what happens when you do that? Mm -hmm. Life goes on. Yeah. I think that we are afraid of what people might think or say do Mm -hmm. We need to get more selfish, we need to get more reflective of our own needs and wants and desires, Mm -hmm. and boundaries, so that we can have these conversations. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I do a lot of work, as I said, with women, and I have this secret, super secret spy skill, which is a lie detecting skill. Yes. And I ask people questions, and I can tell if you're lying or not. Mm-hmm. I will say, I, I don't believe you, you know, because your body, acts, your body, your body tells the truth. You right. know, if I'm like, do you want to go to that party? And you're like, yeah, I'm like, no, you Bullshit. don't. Uh-huh, <laughs> That's yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe it takes a little to do that first part with really figuring out whether you are okay with this and whether you honor yourself like that. Maybe it takes a few questions of yourself, really thinking about it, you know? So, you know, would you have have sex without a condom, you know? And are you willing to take the risks? And the answer is a personal answer, It is absolutely a personal answer. There's no judgment here. No Mm -hmm. judgment, no shame. But I'm saying if you are uncomfortable with having sex with someone without a condom, I'm going to teach you. I'm here to teach you how to have that conversation. If you want to have sex without a condom, that's a whole other issue. Mm -hmm. That's a whole other thing you need to get there. I'm looking for alignment. I'm looking for alignment that you are okay with what you decide. Mm-hmm. and if you decide I'm not having sex without a condom then you know we can we can clear out all those webs in the way right. so that you can now practice okay so now I've made this decision I'm not going to have sex without a condom now I need to tell my partner or partners that that's what's going on right that's what it is right and so so it takes a little one the, on the front end to decide mm-hmm. but once you do then you move on to the next step, which is informing people. And I really like what you said about, you know, taking responsibility for it. So if I say, if I decide I'm not having sex without a condom, and now I have to tell my partner, the conversation is a little different. If you say, I don't have sex without a, a con- condom, I really want to have sex with you. And here's a condom. Here's three different types you can, ch- you can choose from, Right. you know? that I have them. I know that they well with my body. I know that, you know, you may be this size or like this or have this allergy. And so here's a range of, you know, here's an array, you know, mm-hmm, and they're mm-hmm. in a pretty box and they're, you know, I mean, and, and whatever. And, and I think practicing you know, the first part, you know, the kind of am I comfortable with this and what could come up, what could get in the way, I think that question also, you know, what am I feeling about this? So I've decided I'm only going to have sex with with people who will use condoms. What am I feeling about that? I feel really empowered. That is what I do. Now what's going to get in the way? What's going to get in the way is, but well, what's he going to think about me if I have condoms? And I have to know now go buy, you know, different types of condoms. What are the people at the store going to think about me? You know, um, I have to, if I'm going to practice with someone, I have to tell them what I'm doing, you know? Um, so we can mitigate that by um, going back to your boundaries and understanding why you want to do this, you know? If you can get to a why, I want to do this because I don't want to have a baby. I want to do this because I don't want to, um, I don't want any other infection. I may have had an infection. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to give anybody an infection. I don't want, you know, like whatever the why is, you can keep coming back to that when you encounter this, you know, shame that sometimes comes over people, especially young people. But I will not say that it's just young people because I think that people in general, but we're talking to women here in particular, um, but you can counteract that by making sure that you practice a little you know and i would even say make it fun you know what i mean mm-hmm, <laughs> you know <laughs> i you know i throw fun into everything that i do so That's i would funny. i would you know go with a friend you know cuz you want to pre- you want to have this conversation i would grab my best friend and say look i'm i'm not going to have sex with without condoms would you do this me what about you do you have sex without condoms you know like we need to make these conversations open and honest and fun mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. and the goal is to protect yourself from things that you don't want or protect yourself um, or, or to enable you to have things that you do want, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just the negative, it's right. not just the negative.
1: Yeah, know. it's really true, and uh, we will talk a little bit more about this, Um, you know, how the decisions that you make, the things that happened, um, can really impact your future. And but before we go there, one thing um, I did want to kind of circle back to you is, you know, tying into the why. You know, why this is important to you, and if you can also like tie this into a value that helps to strengthen your why. Like, you know, if you if there's a value tied to not getting pregnant, like for example, if you know, say you don't want to have children right now, and abortion is not an option for you, then that ties into a value of, you know, you don't want that. And so then that becomes even a stronger reason why you don't want to get pregnant. And so that can help strengthen, you know, your motivation and also your desire to communicate these things to your partner to help protect you as you're, you know, going forward. Um, because it's true that sex is life-changing. It can totally change your life in great ways and in also ways. ways that you don't want, that you weren't expecting, yeah. you know, kind of thing, which yeah. isn't necessarily bad, but you know, it can definitely shift the, the course of your life. And mm-hmm. so I think it's really important for us, you know, especially as adults to empower our young people to make wise decisions, because this does impact their life going forward. And yeah. it's super important. Um, So we are going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about this some more. So stay tuned. Awesome. Mm
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible Program with host Carol Ann
2: Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible Program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know that more should be possible? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the creators of Access, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune in to Access Consciousness Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse.
1: So we're back. And Wendy, I wanted to talk a little bit about, like, what what if the person that you are considering having sex with is resistant to the idea of using condoms or flat out says no?
2: Ah, ah. Well, that may happen. Mm-hmm. And you cannot control that. You yep. absolutely cannot control that. This is about your empowerment and you having power and control over your own body. And so what I would say about that is I would want you to think about, do you want to really have sex with someone who would not put your health uh, who would put your health at risk? Because this is a health issue. This is a health issue. It's also a little bit about confidence and self-esteem and all of that, and empowerment to even ask. And so if you have never had sex with this person and they say no, um, that's, that's information for you to have about this person. Because they may not have your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, if they say flat out no, then I would apps. If they say no, no discussion. No, I'm not wearing a condom. Then that is information that you now have that you can take in and say to yourself: Do I really want to be with this person who would not be considerate enough to even have a conversation about my choice to protect myself?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and. Mean- if- I was going to say, and it's such a huge red flag, because if they're refusing to use a condom with you, then chances are they don't use a condom with anybody. Anybody. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And and like HPV, we can't test men for HPV. And so chances are there's a good chance they carry HPV. And who knows what other viruses or sexually transmitted infections they may have, too. So. Yeah, if they flat out refuse or they're like, oh, I have a vasectomy, I don't need to use a condom. Oh, that reminds me, one time I was on one of the dating apps and there was this guy, and he's bragging about his vasectomy, no condoms. And I'm like,
2: ah! I'm like oh, oh my God. God. I'm like, no, yes. thank you. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Because misinformed, um, you know, cocky. Um, you know, I, I just, that's, that's a big red flag. I would run. Oh my God. I know I saw that and I
1: couldn't (laughs) swipe to the left fast enough. I was like, oh my God, ladies, I hope you follow my lead because that is trouble
2: right there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And it is trouble if someone is like, no, you know, like just imagine, you know, like what I do with a lot of clients is I have them imagine someone saying that to their best friend, Mm -hmm. You know, because oftentimes we are like fierce. You know, like for our child or for our best friend, right. somebody else, like you better shut the hell up. I, don't ever do that to someone. Right. For ourselves, we don't process it in that way. Right. So you get out of yourself. If you are, if someone says no to you and you are feeling strong, remember you've gone through the process of figuring out that this is something that you want to do. You have asked the person and you are prepared with condoms and now they have said No. now they said no. Okay. If you don't get the reaction of, well, then bye-bye, you know, if you don't feel that in your body, then think about if they were saying that to your friend or your child or your sister, you know, and, and muster up the courage and energy to say, get the hell out. Mm -hmm. Or for you to take your condoms and get the hell out. Mm -hmm. You know, this is for someone new. Yeah. Okay. This is for someone new. If this happens and this is a change in your relationship. So you've been thinking about this for a while. You've been with this, this person, you've been having sex, maybe periodically with condoms, maybe never with condoms, but now you've decided that you want to do this, go to this person and you say, Hey, honey, I, I want to, I, I don't want to have sex without condoms. And they may be shocked. They may be, um a little sensitive because sometimes men view it as an accusatory thing that you know they, they will be like I'm not sleeping with anyone else are you sleeping with anyone else and that that we only should use condoms if we are sleeping with multiple partners and right. you know the fact is we should be using condoms anyway because um everybody's body has things that are languid and can can the the right connection? You know, literally the right connection mm-hmm. can can make things um, uh, come out. You know, like h h um, well, not H I V, but um, herpes for example is is dormant in everybody's body. There are there are the viruses and the germs are in everybody's body. Um, people get cold cold sores. They get um, you know, in little, little, little infections. And so um, sexually transmitted diseases, that's what happens. It's the body chemistry between two people or more people um, mm-hmm. that causes things to flourish. And so we all should be using condoms. Again, no judgment here, but this is just science. This is just advice. Um, but um, but if you're a partner of a couple of months or a couple of years or forever, um, says no to you and won't have a conversation, I would again implore you to look at the rest of the relationship because this is not a surprise. You know, it shouldn't be a surprise that they're responding this way. If you're shocked that they're responding this way, I I would be very surprised because um, most times People show us who they are in all areas of their lives. And so for them to not be willing to have a have a conversation, and I think a conversation is warranted. You know, this may be a shock or a surprise to them, but uh, at least a conversation is warranted. But I worry you to stick to your guns because this is really important to you. And it's just as important as the other choices that you make in the relationship. You know, like, hey, honey, what do you want for dinner? Oh, I want Chinese. And they never... You know, or like, ah, oh, I'm not going to Chinese again. You know what I mean? But that's what you really want. I think it will show up in other areas of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so you should really think about the relationship as a whole if this is something that they won't even discuss with you.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take kind of the, the big picture view of what's going on within the relationship itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why in a long-term relationship that somebody might want to use condoms. You know, we do know that statistically 50% of our pregnancies are unintended and, you know, they don't all come from teenagers and young people. There's lots of, you know, adult married women who are, you know, having unintended pregnancies, you know, in their relationships, which it, you know, could be a totally happy blessing or maybe not so happy, you know, kind of thing, whichever the case may be. Um, But you know, that's one reason to use condoms. Another reason is, you know, it can help men to last longer. For some men, it may make it harder for them to have an erection. Mm-hmm. Um, and other reasons why people might want to use condoms, if you're having problems with bladder infections or yeast infections, you know, it can help protect you against those, plus, of course, mm-hmm. the sexually transmitted diseases, but And some women have a lot of irritation with sex. Some women react poorly to their partner's semen. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. And if, you know, and if you're with somebody and you want them to use a condom and they're saying, oh, well, I can't use latex. Well, there's alternatives to latex too. We have, you know, like lambskin is totally natural. There's vegan condoms these days. There's Mm -hmm. um, latex-free condoms. There's purely synthetic condoms. Um, So there's, you know, I don't know at least three or four different kinds of condoms that are out there, and so there's a lot of variety that people can um can use and people may not realize speaking of variety that there's actually different sizes and condoms and shapes too so yes. yeah, yeah, so if your partner finds condoms uncomfortable, maybe they need to and you know check out um, a different shape and condom maybe mm-hmm. their penis is a is a different shape, and that doesn't work well with the standard cylinder tube you know <laughs> yeah, uh-huh.
2: yeah 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 because one size does not fit all
1: it no doesn't. it really doesn't No, <laughs>
2: it doesn't it doesn't and no. just like our bodies are all different our bodies are all different their bodies are all different mm-hmm. and so um you know like Taking care of yourself in a relationship, you know, this is just part of it, but this is a big part of your sexual and emotional wellness, you mm-hmm. know, and so making, if, if this is your choice to do this, then, you know, you should treat it as, as importantly as you do your other wellness checks, you know, make I mean, sure. Then mm-hmm. make sure that you go to the doctor, make sure that you have these conversations and make mm-hmm. sure that you talk to your partner, you know, it's really, really important.
1: Yeah, it really is. And another reason to use condoms too can help women feel safer and enjoy sex more because they're not worried about getting pregnant and fear of pregnancy can really kill a woman's sex drive. It really can. Yeah, And so that's another reason, you know, that You know, they're cheap, they're easy to get, you know, you don't have to go to a doctor. So there's just so many reasons that condoms can be really great. And there's even female
2: condoms, too. Mm hmm. <laughs> and I, in going going back with what you were talking about, about, you know, like fear, mm-hmm. um, there may be fear in having the conversation. And I would, I would implore you, you know, I mean, I use that word implore a lot, because I think it's just a beautiful word that is strong enough mm-hmm. about, you know, like how, how strong you should be um, taking care of yourself. Um, but I I, you know, like the fear of having the conversation, but then, you know, the other side of the fear, like you were just talking about, about being able to have sex really without having to worry about any of this. It'll change your life.
1: Mm-hmm. It'll
2: change your life. You can just um, be conscious and connected to your body. You can be connected to your partner. You can, you know, explore in ways that make you happy and make you feel good and make Mm -hmm. your partner feel good Mm -hmm. without having to worry about it, you know, without having to think about it. And there's people who have long-term parts and there's people who have multiple partners. um, But using condoms is just a beautiful way to express, to be able to express your connection and your partnership. So thank you so much for bringing that up. I love
1: it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I was just thinking like, one of the things I really appreciate about condoms is I use them, I actually have used condoms for my primary form of contraception for majority of my fertile years, which I'm just entering into menopause now. So, you know, tail end of my fertile years. And one of the things, you know, I learned in my 20s was fertility awareness methods. So I was able to monitor my cycle, learn to tell when I was ovulating and use that information to avoid pregnancy. And my primary form of the birth control was condoms and what I really loved about them is you know they they don't mess with your cycle the way that hormonal birth control does so you get to cycle naturally mm-hmm. and you know you just use it when you need it and you know I fortunate was fortunate in you know in my youth that you know the men I was dating you know actually up until recently have had a problem with using condoms like maintaining erections and that sort of thing so I've been blessed in that way but you know as I approach my 50s and the men I'm dating and seeing at this time you know that's not always the case you know which they start Uh to get older the you know condoms can decrease the sensitivity and make it more difficult so then it you know becomes an issue of well if you want to have sex then the condom actually makes it difficult to have sex and so yeah It's really challenging because if you go for testing, they don't test men for all of the different sexually transmitted diseases. Like you can get, you know, blood tests done for herpes to see if they carry the virus. You can get, you know, blood tests for AIDS. You can do the the typical urine swab, et cetera, et cetera, for this, you know, all the other STDs. And then there's HPV, which men don't have a test available for, at least not through their doctor. However, mm-hmm. there is testing available for men you just can't get it through your doctor and um one of the uh, other episodes that we did recently on HPV we talked a little bit about the uh, the testing the test kit that men can use and actually women can use it too which I think is awesome and yay finally at last we can yay. test men. So yeah, yeah. yeah, so my current partner and I, you know, we he has a vasectomy, you know, I'm entering into menopause and you know, I currently have an IUD, you know, just because I didn't want to worry so much about like tracking my fertility through, you know, this phase of my life when, you know, my cycle's doing strange things. Um and that was actually the last form of contraception I hadn't tried was an IUD and I wanted to have that experience and it's been a great yeah, experience. Yeah. I had
2: an IUD too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I love it. I yeah. had one.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a hysterectomy ten years ago. Um and so um, so I, I don't have to worry about pregnancy, but I do use condoms, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I am 50 and my partner is 50, will, will be 51, two weeks apart in January. Mm-hmm. And so we use condoms, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. it hasn't affected our sex life or his stamina, you know, yet, but it mm-hmm. could, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we'll have to figure out another way to, you know, still be together. Um, right you know, while protecting each other,
1: you know? Yeah. That's that's great. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. So stay tuned and we'll be right back.
0: Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Exploring the
2: Enneagram
0: with Dr. E is an amazing way to help you be you. Join host Dr. Deborah Egerton as she helps you to see how exploring the Enneagram
2: helps you understand why you do the things you do. Understanding yourself can strengthen relationships, offer new perspectives, and help you live the life you were intended to live. You'll look at different aspects of your life in a whole new light. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is broadcast live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice
0: America Empowerment Channel. The White House doctor makes house calls. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Holistic Sex Ed Radio. Want to go deeper into this conversation? Visit us on the web at HolisticSexEdRadio.com. Now back to Robin LaCrosse.
1: We're back. So, Wendy, what I'd like to talk about right now to, to wrap up the show is let's turn our attention to parents. And what can parents say to their teenagers, preteens about condoms and condom use to help them understand why they should be using them and also give them the tools to help them make sure that they can communicate to their partners, potential partners that, you know, it's this is a deal breaker. You either use it or... Go
2: home. (laughs) Or go home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it starts early. We have to have conversations. And so, you know, what we were talking about earlier about confidence and, and, you know, self care and and feeling good about yourself and making the determination. I don't think you have to make that determination for your child, but you can certainly model the behavior. Mm -hmm. Now, what I mean by that is, you know, of course, you're not you know, involving your child in your sex life, but at age appropriate times, you can have conversations about, you know, consequences. You can have conversations about, you know, real life things. You can say things like, um, you know, I I wish I always used condoms or I, 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 this is what happened when I had this conversation or this is how you have this conversation. Do you want to practice with me? And, And know that they don't want to talk to you about this. They absolutely do not want to talk to to you about this. But this is about their life. Mm -hmm. This is about their life. And so if you can be the embarrassing parent who sings off key, the embarrassing parent that, you know, is is stern when the the new boy's around and is like, you know, I will kill you if you, you know, hurt my daughter. (laughs) And you can be the embarrassing parent and have a conversation about common usage. You can pull out a banana, you can, you know, show them how to use it, can talk about, you know, what do they want for their life? Do they, you know, are they ready for a baby? Do they know, you know, what might, you know, what do they know about sexually transmitted infections and diseases? Do they know anybody who's talking about this? You know, let's 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 go into the supermarket, let's go into the drugstore. You know, it has to be these open conversations, you know, just like we should be teaching our children about money, you know, so we go into a supermarket and we say, okay, so this costs this. That takes X amount of time out of my life to make this money in order to have this, you know, and, and, oh, here's condoms up here, you know, oh, that's interesting, you know, do you know, you know, what a condom is, you have, it has to be conversations, normal conversations, and the same process that I said for you to do, where you ask yourself questions, you can ask your child those questions, Mm -hmm. you know, and if we ask young girls about these things, this can change the trajectory of their life, if we ask young boys about these things, because they are going to be responsible for this child, they can have um, diseases and infections that they're not able to be regularly tested about. You know, you can have these conversations and, and make it more natural and normal. And, and bonus points is if, you know, like in my house where there's condoms all over my house, you know, people come visit me and they see like candy and condoms on the, on the little coffee table, you know, you should make it, Make it normal and natural to see comments, to talk about it. Um, It is your job to embarrass them. It is your job to make them uncomfortable in these conversations. You can save their lives and you can get them empowered in thinking about, no, I don't want that or yes, I do want that. And so that's what what I, I ask of parents and that's what I would say for them to do, you know. Yeah. In face.
1: <laughs> and, 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 you know, I love um, like what you're just saying about like going into the drugstore or the grocery store. And I think maybe even taking it a step further and like, go buy a box of condoms and like show your kid like this is what's involved when you have to buy condoms. It's like, you know, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you know, it's like. This is what you do. You go find the person. They unlock the thing. Right. You put it in your cart. You go to the checkout. Or now we have the self-pay scanners. You can just scan it on your own and no, nobody there to watch you do it, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So yeah. I think that that's a really great um, example. And then also, too, you know, kids, they don't know you know, I mean, there's, they just don't know. They have no experience to draw from other than like movies or porn or things that they hear or see, you know, on the playground or in the household or whatever. And so by having these conversations, by modeling these behaviors, by sitting down and saying, okay, when you're going to have sex for the first time, you know, this is what a condom is. This is how you use it. And don't leave it up to the school because the school's The sex education is terrible. It's inadequate in a lot of the states. Some schools have great sex ed. That's the exception to the rule. So, you know, definitely take it upon yourself to be the one to educate, you know, your kids about this. You know, you potty trade them, you wipe their butt, you change their diaper. It's like those responsibilities don't stop there just because they're a little bit older and they're kind of embarrassed about having these, you know, (laughs) conversations about, you know, bodily parts and functions and this kind of stuff but it's it's super important and Mm -hmm. it's really I mean this kind of stuff impacts your entire life if you have a negative experience as a child with sex whether it's sexual abuse whether it's sexual assault you know all these different things can happen to young people as they're growing up and if they don't have any education about this I mean it can totally derail their lives and You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about, Wendy, um, you know, how important these conversations are for creating a life that you love, you know. I mean, especially for a child, you know. I mean, their whole future is ahead of them. And to have sexual abuse or rape or something like that just totally – send their life on a left turn. I mean, nobody wants that for their child. So let's talk yeah, a little bit or, about or that.
2: A pregnancy, or a pregnancy or a sexually yes. transmitted disease. It changes the trajectory. And so, um, so thank you. You know, like I, I, I have so enjoyed this conversation. And, and to, your, to your question, it, it is important for you. This is just a small part of your life, small part of your life. But if you don't get a handle on it, if you don't determine what you want in your life and what you don't want in your life, it can change your life. And you may get on this like hamster wheel where you wake up one day and you just find yourself in a place (laughs) that you didn't want to be. And Mm -hmm. think about that exponentially for the other areas of your life, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, a lot of work that I do is about full life you know, the whole life. And I call it full life rather than happy life, because you're not happy all the time. You know, you can't possibly be happy all the time. And full is a little of a misnomer also, because we don't want it like overflowing and busy, busy, busy. But it's really about, like you said, creating a life that you love, falling in love with your life. And this is one little part of what I do and, um, and how I talk about it. And I, I have a free gift for you guys, if if, um, if you'll allow me to, Robin. Yes, um, please. Awesome, awesome. I have a free gift. It's called the Happy New You Pack. And so what it is, is you know how you download things and you get get all kinds of stuff. And I'm sure that people give away things all the time, but it's kind of unwielding, you know, and kind of overwhelming. So this Mm -hmm. is an action pack. It's meant to get you in action to help you start creating a life that you love in areas such as this. In, this is only part of it. Such as yep. you know, set your sexuality, your money, the work that you do, your relationships. All of this. This is this is one part. It's about wellness and sexual wellness and sexual and mental health. You know, that's what we've been talking about today. You know, kind of getting control of that. But my my gift is the Happy New You Action Pack. It consists of a video from me. So there's a short, short, short video with a free gift. So parents, I implore you to jump on there. Um, I encourage you to jump on there and listen. To to the um, to the video and take advantage of the free gift There's a surprise gift there then there's a 20 page book I mean it's mm-hmm. 20 pages it's actually less than 20 pages if you take out the covers and stuff sure. um, and then so it's easy to read it's about you know your value system how do you you know like and not determining how you are what you have achieved and what you have done in your life by other people's standards it's figuring out that it's also about creating habits you know, because once you figure out what it is that you want, you have to figure out habits to get there. You can't just say, I want a million dollars and still keep doing the things that you've been doing. Because everything that you have now, good or bad, is a combination of what you've been doing. You know, that, that's, it's just the way it is. You can't have other things unless you do other things and that's you be in a different way, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's the second thing. And then the third part is, um, if you don't want to read twages, pages, there's an eight page activity sheet. It's just a simple, simple, quick, easy thing to do. You can print it out. You can print it out with your kids and talk about it. You know, this, and and the point, the reason it's called Happy New You is because people always think that at the new year, oh, I'm going to do something different. Oh my God, it's, mm-hmm. you know, this year is happening and I need to do something different. But my philosophy is you can do something different every day and it starts today. And if you do those little things that create different changes in your life in all those areas of your life so right now we're talking about sexuality if you make little changes and stick to them stick to them then this time next year you'll have a whole different life a whole different sex life and so I offer that to you and your your listeners uh Robin I'm so so grateful that you selected me to have this conversation it has been so much fun
1: Oh, thank you so much, Wendy, for coming. I've been actually waiting, I don't know, for a year or maybe two to like actually. I think it
2: has been. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while
1: to have this it conversation has. with you since we first yeah. met. Yeah. So I'm really yeah. grateful. And you know, it's really true. And I realized this I think back in my twenties is that when you set your mind on a goal, a vision for what you want your life to be. Then it's really all about just taking those little tiny baby steps every day that bring you one step closer. And the next thing you know, you turn around and you look back at where you were and it's like, wow, I actually created that. And that's where like vision boards are great or like I, you know, like, like your, your action pack that you put together. I have a workbook that I created, which is the same sort of thing where you like just kind of go through, evaluate your life and see what you like, what you don't, what you want to change. And then once you know like where you're headed and what you want, you can create these things. And I think it's super important for parents to do this sort of thing so that they can see, so their children can see how they go through and start creating these things in their lives. You know, I mean, your kids are in your household for 18 years and they get to see how things go. Like, do you, are you just going to maintain the status quo for, you know, 18 years or are you going to evolve and grow and, you know, bring in new things, do, you know, like what is your dreams, follow your passions, all those yeah. types of things. And I think it's so important for kids to see their parents doing that. And so, you know, like these types of activities, like your action pack or my workbook, you know, I think is really great for you know to get your teenagers in on these too like get them thinking about this like what do you want in your life it's like you've got a blank slate like what do you want to create because you can create anything you
2: know and think how amazing think of the change in the world you know, yes. and in your household, but, but exponentially in the world. If mm-hmm. we had teenagers, mm-hmm. if we had parents doing this, modeling this behavior, and then had teenagers doing it at teen, you know, like if we think of you and I, if we had done it way back then, oh my I God. I mean, we are successful, <laughs> you know, we are successful uh-huh. and we are happy and we roam businesses and all that, but think about where we could have been and what kind of mistakes we could have avoided if we yes. had a planned and we had it done this way back when. So this yeah. is an opportunity.
1: It yeah. really is an opportunity. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, so many of the mis- quote unquote mistakes that I made growing uh-huh. up, you know, with education, I could have avoided so many of them. Of course, I probably wouldn't be here right now talking to you if that was the case, exactly. but you know, <laughs> we all have our path yeah. that we have to walk. And, you know, yeah. this has been my yeah. path and it's been great. I've, appreciate all the experiences I've had, the good and the bad. And and if you I too. can help young people avoid some of the negative experiences that I had while growing up by empowering parents to have these conversations and educating their kids, then mission accomplished. So thank you Absolutely. so much, Wendy, for being here today. It's been amazing having you. Thank you so
2: much. You are welcome. Thank you so much, Robin. I so appreciate it and and I'm so excited for your your listeners. Oh also. thank you. Thank you so much. All right, everybody,
1: we will see you next week. And I want to tell you about too, we actually have a giveaway going on for condoms. So if you want to try out some vegan condoms, I am going to send you over to holisticsexedradio.com forward slash glide, G-L-Y-D-E, I believe it is. I'm going to have a, a link on the, uh, the website for you to, uh, to click there but yeah, you can just go in and put in your your name and your email, and if you want to increase your chances to win uh, some free condoms, you can share this with your friends. Let's get your friends talking about condoms too, and let's give away some free condoms, and like I said, I think it's super important for parents to make condoms available to their teenagers, so Yeah, let's get some condoms in every bathroom in the United States. Let's do it. (laughs) Thanks again, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.